Hey, what's up, everybody? Episode what's going on? 30. Episode 3030. Uh, Common Ground Football Podcast. And we have a little message or two from Captain Andrew Luck. <laughs> Dearest mother, scouts report a unit of prospectors out of California is headed toward our camp with their supply line dependent on mules. It is estimated that shall reach us by Saturday. We plan to drill until we hear the clanks of their pans. <laughs> There's not. By the way, if you have, if you if you are not following Captain Andrew Luck, that's at Capt Andrew Luck on Twitter. You're missing out. You are 100 percent missing out, and there's no time to do another one. But maybe later in the in the show, we'll <laughs> we might slide another one. We might in there. slide another one in because it's fantastic. And I don't know what that voice is, but I like it. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Kermit. It's a little bit of Kermit. Um, well, I don't know, mixed with somebody, but it's it's definitely weird. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. I'm sitting here and I'm going through more of the tweets that he has on here. More of the tweets on the Twitter. (laughs) And it is easily one of the best, like, spoof Twitter accounts on the planet it, it's right up there with the um uh oh crap what's his name um yeah my, that one my mind completely went blank oh um, yeah that one i know that one that's a good one uh the count the count yeah from sesame street he's got a twitter account well i don't know if it is actually him but it's it's every single day there's a tweet it says uh this tweet is and then it's you know one two three but he's up to like i don't know 10,000 or something like that. Wow. And it's always, here is tweet number. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, right out of the gate. Um, thank you for those who are uh, not annoyed and have left us due to the uh, sound. We're, uh, again, new space. New space trying to figure trying out. Trying to figure the, it all out. The acoustics. That's a fancy well, word. Well, then it's a shared space. It's it not is. Just it's not ours. even mine. Or yours. <laughs> exactly. Anybody's, really. Well, except for, you know, the misses. Anyway, uh, so yeah, bear with us by, you know, episode maybe 50. <laughs> 50. We'll, we'll have it figured out. But this is episode 30. This is a big one. 3-0. It'd be even bigger if we were, you know, out of the preseason and finally into the regular <laughs> season because, good God. I thought that the off season was going to kill me and it's actually this preseason that wants to kill me because it's God awful. Not just because the Seahawks lost just now 21, 20 <laughs> to the Vikings. Of um, Minnesota. Was, the, was it the Blair wash Blair wash Blair Walsh? It was the uh, bowl. It was the, <laughs> a lot of people actually called it that the Blair Walsh bowl. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Minnesota came out on top, so it's a real bummer. Was that at Minnesota? It was at Minnesota at their new stadium, so which apparently is quite the place. But uh, yeah, so not a big plan. This is going to be a short episode. Week three of the preseason, the third game, is usually the, the big one for seeing the closest to what your team is going to look like normally. Spoiler alert, not for Dallas. Unless you're the Dallas Cowboys, because why would you be the same if you're Dallas? Let's be different. Let's be different. 
<laughs> so, um, but the Seahawks played tonight as we're recording this literally just ended. Cowboys play Sunday, right? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, actually, don't quote me on that. Look that up. And uh, so, yeah, Seahawks already played. and Sunday. Oh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This past game was a Saturday game. Ah, yes. I can never keep track because sometimes they're Fridays, sometimes they're Saturdays. It's all a preseason mess. But they, uh, so you got some time. So I have, um, on the Seahawks side, I have a few things to go over in a little bit. But on the Dallas side, at least you have a game that happened last week and then you still have a game that hasn't happened yet correct and and so you have more to talk about where i'm kind of like why recap that's week two (laughs) when (laughs) it's already happened and i apologize for this episode coming out so late in the week i uh you had a little trip i did i went uh went a little camping trip it's still summer almost over of course but i like to camp and i haven't been able to go at all and my son who's three um wanted to go on his first camping trip so the family and i loaded up and Headed out and did a little camping. Lucky you, you got out of somewhat of the smoke. I for a little bit, <laughs> and then right back in it. Although I came home with perfect timing because it's not hasn't been too terrible yet since I got back. Oh, it's coming! It's coming back. Why would you say that? Because it's it's science. <laughs> I want to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so let's just dive right in. So we're not. Uh, this doesn't roll on forever e- for the Cowboys. So wh- quick, what, what happened? What's going on? What's so quick recap. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals came to town. Uh, uh, the Bengals. Not that it matters, but Cincinnati won 21-13. Oh, my God. Um, so, like I said, preseason wins and losses, whatever. Don't, don't, don't look at those. The, the one thing that is real that does happen that isn't unfortunate is injuries. And... Um, Dallas got lucky week one, but uh, not so much week two. Um, Jamil Showers um, tore his ACL, so he's Ooh. he's done for the year. Uh, Xavier Woods, starting safety, uh, had a little hamstring injury. So now he's kind of week to week. Probably won't be back by week one. Um, the scary one was Zach Martin. What? Uh, was definitely a little worrisome seeing how he got uh, how he got landed and how he went down, but um, thankfully just a hyperextended knee. And he said, uh, actually today, today he said, uh, "Don't worry, count me in. There's no way I'm missing week one." But the well, um, he won't play this week. No, no. So that's this, and He's that kind of, and that kind of leads into, um, you know, usually this third preseason game is kind of the quote unquote dress rehearsal. Um, that's when you'll see, you know, mostly everybody playing for that first, basically the whole first half, as long as they aren't being blown out or just whatever. But, um, with the, and we'll talk about them a little bit later, but with the injuries all across that Cowboys offensive line, I don't see Dak. I don't see Zeke. I don't see, I don't see very many starters at all playing this, this, uh, as far as the offense goes on the, in this third preseason game. That baffles me. Like, I don't understand (laughs) Because I'm so used to knowing the third one is like is your dress rehearsal like right. that's your and then the fourth game is your you know the guys that are still trying to get that last spot so it'll, the, it'll, it's weird it'll be it'll be good for all the younger players definitely a lot Absolutely. of the younger players are gonna play but your your prime 
starters, you know, Sean Lee, Tyron Smith, um, Zeke Elliott, Dak. I, I don't see them playing in this third upcoming third preseason game against Arizona at all. Um, some notes from the game. Um, again, one of the first things I started seeing on Twitter was people who wanted to rip Connor Williams apart. Yes, he is. He struggles a little bit with the uh, you know just with the plain bull rush. Um, because he I mean he got he got kicked back into Dak's lap just a couple times you know right off the bat. But he's still a rookie. He's still learning. He's not Zach Martin who will just be drafted, step right in, and be you know all pro from day one. He's got some room to grow, and he's still kind of he's he doesn't look like a big guy. He is. But when you see him, when you see him next to Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and Lyle Collins, when you see him next to them, he looks like a little guy, right? So he's he still has some room to grow into that frame, but he'll you know he'll he'll be just fine. Um, it was good to see um, yet again another Michael Gallup uh, sighting. I I really do think that he's going to be a big time playmaker this year, and um, definitely will be that. Uh, well, actually, he may not be under the radar. I was going to say under the radar guy this year, but he he's putting his name out well, there. I was going to say, he's not going to be under the radar if he's doing as well as he is. Yeah. He's going to be well-known, oh, which is yeah. a good thing. Oh, yeah. And then the, for me at least, the, the, the biggest thing that was good to see from that game was Randy Gregory back on the field playing playing snap, playing in snaps. Um, this is the first first time he's played since 2016. So... Um, it was good to see him out there. And, you know, he's he's still getting the hang of it. So you, you saw him struggle a little bit, but the effort was always there. I mean, he'd get you know blown out of a play, get right back up, and you know chase downfield. You know, just the the effort stuff that was all there. Um, it was kind of funny. I I guess Marinelli gives all the defensive uh, all the defensive players grades. And um, obviously, Marinelli being an ex-Marine and how he is, you know, just kind of a hard ass. He uh, he gave old Gregory like a, like he said, like a C plus or something like that. That pissed me off. Um, which, you know, Greg, Gregory said afterwards, like, yeah, no, I'm I'm never happy with my grade. So um, he grades he grades tough, but it's just kind of a fun motivation kind of thing but it definitely it was really good to see him back out on the field the big news and should we jump to the big news or is that do we want to wait with uh, the unfortunate news with uh t fred yeah <laughs> uh that comes up in the uh twitter mailbag okay we'll save that for later yeah just know that my suspicions from last week kind of came true but it was not in the way that i thought it was going to happen so anyways it's not good Let's go with that. It's definitely not good. Um, but with those safety, well, now all of a sudden, when you look at you know the roster, uh, well, Dallas was already fairly thin at safety. Now they're really thin at safety. So you have Xavier Woods hurt, and you have Jamil Showers done for the year. Um, well, with a first and a third, I can tell you who you can have. Well, well, <laughs> well, hold on to your pants. Uh, so Dallas did sign a former Seattle safety. They sure did. They sure did. Uh, Jerron Johnson. Yeah, they sure did. Not quite the Seahawks safety you were looking for. <laughs> but but, uh, but, but he, hey. But could be a solid, solid contributor. He really could be. Um, 
last played in 2016 with Seattle um, under Chris Richard. So I, I, obviously that's the ties there. Oh yeah. Um, but the one that I am excited about and am really anxious to see and who has a, you know, he's got a, a you know, wild card spot and possibly making the roster is um, former um, Georgia safety, Dominic Sanders. Um, he went undrafted, but the thing with the thing with him and then you, that immediately jumps off, you know, when you're, when you watch him is wherever the ball is up in the air, he's around it no matter what. And he actually set the, uh, set the record at Georgia with 16 interceptions. So, you know, a little bit of an undersized guy struggles against the run, you know, a little bit. He's not that big, but he's not, you know, Cam Chancellor, but he's an outfielder. He's always around it. So I'm definitely excited to kind of see what Chris Richard and what Marinelli are able to do with him. So, it's an important position. Don't want a bunch of nobodies out there. You got to have Seahawks have shown that with when Cam and and Earl were playing. And that how I much mean, big of an impact. I'll I'll admit it. That that's probably one of the best safety tandems or safety duos that I I've seen in a while. Well, it was just and it came down to the pure. You had the the physical way that Cam Chancellor played, mm-hmm. and then the speed of Earl and hopefully we still see that this year. Not like he's gone, but <laughs> but you had those two together. It was just nuts. Yeah. So, but other than that, not a whole lot to report from, uh, from uh, Cowboys camp. <laughs> so let's slide that right into what are you looking for most than in what is a dress rehearsal, but not dress rehearsal game coming up a pseudo dress rehearsal um i want to see well actually i I didn't mention so again yet another week another preseason game um antoine woods is just showing up i I really think that he's going to be a big time playmaker on that defensive line this year um and yes i'm saying he's going to make the roster um looking forward to see again how he does this coming week against arizona I really, I really enjoy watching, and more so uh, over the past couple of years. But I really enjoy just watching the linemen and just seeing, just seeing how what they do is affecting what the defensive end is able to do or what the linebacker is able to do. But just watching somebody like that, who um, he's got the, you know, he's got the quick get off and he's got the power to bull rush. Um, but just watching kind of how he affects the immediate players right around him, it's. It's definitely fun to watch, and for the first time in a while, um, having a defensive tackle like him. Yeah. So definitely one to look out for. And then again, um, let's see, let's see, Dorrance Armstrong again. He's my he's he's my uh, definite pet cat. Who uh, out of your draft picks? Who's been the most impressive so far? Uh, the I would say I would say that Gallup is the most impressive, but the one that's been most pleasantly surprising is Dorrance Armstrong. And then right along with that, disappointing. So far, you gotta see. You gotta. I mean, we gotta give him a chance, but we also got we gotta see more from right. Van Der Esch. My boy, Defin- definitely want to see more from Van Der Esch, and then um. Well, I 
what who else would you be disappointed in other than you know someone at your I mean I guess I guess second round pick with Connor Williams I mean yeah he's he struggles a little bit also and he's um got a lot to live up to but um well and like we keep we keep mentioning though too it's it's preseason I think I would swing swing more towards Van Der Esch being a little bit more disappointing some of it because of the the play on the field some of it also just you know he has had a couple you know nicks already yeah and that worries you it definitely i think that uh again we remind ourselves it's preseason uh, uh a high draft pick that he was in vanderesh it's not yep. like he's getting cut no. so um it's it's one of those things where there's some guys that you just have to wait and see what they look like mm-hmm. in the regular season yep. when the game matters because yep. i watched it tonight there's just a different there effort that is put out in a preseason game guys try not to get hurt the guys that maybe not know they're not going to get cut they play with that maybe a little bit of held back energy mm-hmm. um where you can tell the guys that are fighting for that spot on the team they're they're going all out um so for vander esch my boy because i love his name he i, I uh he <laughs> I'm gonna get you a okay. Van Der Esch jersey for, I, for you know Christmas. I kinda if it didn't have that stupid star on it. <laughs> <laughs> you watch your mouth. I might, I might think maybe can I get anything? It'll have a star on it. College jersey. <laughs> there you go, Boise State. <laughs> can I get a Boise State Van Der Esch jersey? That'd be sweet. So yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get you one. I I I don't doubt it. Anything else for? Uh, I think that about that about wraps her up. Uh, next next game, uh, as we mentioned, it'll be Sunday, and actually this will be a primetime game. Uh, Arizona travel to Dallas, so we'll see. I'll be watching. The country will be watching. No, well, not everybody. It, well, that's true. <laughs> everybody should be watching. I 100 percent agree. It's football. What about uh, what about up here in? Uh, the Seattle, the Great Northwest. Well, as I said, they just lost, so all hope is lost. Boohoo! <laughs> it's over. I mean, Twitter, Twitter blew up immediately with just. Uh, I mean, I was okay. First of all, first of all, first of all, I was one of the ones <laughs> on Twitter. If you follow me at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan, I uh, I didn't blow up and freak out like a lot of people do, like we talked about last week. Remember? Oh, remember? I'm going to cut you off oh, right just for a second. Calm down. Just because you're talking about blowing up and, and your freakouts and everything, i just going to say my dad loves your baseball freakouts. <laughs> he finds those hilarious. But anyways. In an educational way or like just entertaining? Just, like, you know, this guy's, as you're, as an, you're, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, just <laughs> as you're scrolling, just you see, you know, oh, look at this puppy. Oh, look at this hot chick. Oh, there's Brian. I have been friggin' Seeger. I have been told that um, from other fans that if they're in a spot where there's no way they can watch the game, they don't worry about having to like check in on the app or <laughs> listen to the radio or do anything. They just jump on Twitter real quick and look at my feed <laughs> on my timeline because they look at that and they they can instantly see if it's a good day, if it's a bad day, <laughs> if there's a. <laughs> There's a bleep it somewhere in there, and I just haven't tweeted for hours after that. Then they know <laughs> wasn't a good day. But anyway, so for the Seahawks, I do that during the Seahawks too. I I'm, I put out the disclaimer at the beginning of the season on Facebook that says flat out, okay, 
Seahawks are about to play. If you don't like my takes, unfollow me. Right. Because it's about to get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one, I was one of the people on there that kind of I threw out. Um, and I know Pete Carroll's probably going to say it in the, in the locker room. And I haven't listened to the press conference yet, but I'm sure he said it there, too. It, it's, you know, finishing is the, is the key word there. And they've had issues in the last season finishing. Um, and they had the lead in this. I mean, they were pretty much it looked like they were going to win they were and 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 the vikings were fourth and 15 and scored a touchdown which is just totally uncalled for like you shouldn't be allowing a team and they did it with 47 seconds left and so you knew they had to go for two and they did and so they took the lead and give magoo 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 my mom texted me and just like how do i say his name is it mc Gow or McGow, McGoo, and I'm like it's McGoo, like Mr. McGoo, yeah, Mr. McGoo. <laughs> he give him credit. He tried. He actually had a great game, and uh, he played that whole fourth quarter, and he did really, really well. So he tried, and they got down. They did a, uh, a hail mary in the last play, made it down to the three before it got tackled. It was almost there. Could have had it, but again, should have already had it. Yeah, should have, would have, could have, should have, would have, could have. So losing, like, like, like you said, it's preseason. Who cares? But they're now 0-3, and that does kind of suck. Now, and I'm wondering if it's either just because it's kind of the fan bases that I follow, you know, Cowboys and, well, now, unfortunately, Seahawks. <laughs> I wonder if every fan, if every, all 32 well, are exactly the same. Well, I follow the Browns, and then the... <laughs> they, they're my... And then the Jaguars. I, I, I'm, I'm saying it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... Actually, I think I did say it already a long time ago, but I'm, I'm going to go on record and say Cleveland's going to win nine games at least. Woo! nine nine anywho i tell um, you did you watch that ridiculous game last night i the 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 soccer mat or the baseball the game baseball game yeah i turned it on it's two nothing <laughs> turn it back on and it's five nothing. and then i like leave the room to go do something <laughs> and i come back and it's five nothing i'm like what the hell am i watching right now <laughs> the eagles man i bet you loved watching that uh, yeah Foles, even if it is only preseason looked like pure garbage he looked like Never mind. Uh, but <laughs> what no, are we talking about but again? No, but no, watching so uh, Twitter and so Cowboys fans and Seahawks fans. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's if it's just a fan thing, but just watching how, depending on what's going on with either team, watching the fan bases start to freak out or overreact. It's I mean it's the, it's the exact same. Just it's, take take out Seahawks and put in Cowboys or it, vice versa. It's so bad. Is that how it, anybody any other uh, uh, team? fans out there is that exactly how it is or maybe if you were like a former fan of a team because we're kind of you know solidified into our fan bases right. here i don't know of a lot of browns fans that are listening to this podcast but if you are welcome uh but i, I i'm too i would be curious if that's like an all i once heard that like patriots fans are not like that they just don't care because they always win brady but i i, I I, I laughed again tonight, and then I joined in <laughs> and said, you can't lose that game. That's ridiculous. And then after I tweeted it, I went, God damn it. That's a, it's a preseason game. <laughs> like, who cares? I was just practicing. I was getting into midseason form. Anyway, That's what you were doing. I was. Yeah, I okay. was just warming up, and I accidentally hit send. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> My bad. So, My bad. Um, I honestly have totally forgotten what happened in the second game because I was camping and drinking. And um, just a little bit. And uh, 
So, and then I come back and we originally were going to record yesterday and I was not, it was not going to happen. So I took today and then uh, forgot the game. Oh, well, I didn't forget, but then I had to watch part of the game. And anyway, so now that's just running together. It's just, it's a blur. So, and there's no point in me discussing what happened in week two. Like, well, you know, I guess you could say this is our preseason too. So it really is. It's our first one. We'll know what to do better next time. Like continue our off season right through up until the regular season starts. We promise to do gooder. Do gooder. We'll be so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So I did have a couple notes. So uh, Carson, dude's still a stud. Yeah. He is going to get that job. Um, Penny looks better, and it's going to be a fun little 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 tandem thing happening there. So I'm, I'll be okay with that. Uh, the unfortunate news, uh, J.D. McKissick, uh, broken bone in his foot. So he is going to be out four to six weeks. Weeks. Wheat is uh, not what I meant. Weeks. Weeks. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to be out. That's unfortunate timing being that it's kind of at that moment where you're like, okay, ProSize is always hurt. Is he ever going to play? Mm-hmm. So now ProSize is probably going to end up making the team because they're going to need depth there. Um, although Mike Davis tonight, uh, he actually uh, passed protection. Super proud of the dude. Russell and and. That is two things that I've heard consecutively now is the pocket that's available Russell and, and that in this game, he actually stayed in the pocket a little bit yeah. and climbed it because he said he, he, Russell was asked after the game, how he felt about the O line and performance and all that. And he literally said it felt, it was amazing. I had all day to throw. That's not what we normally see. So you better believe it that he'll stay in the pocket. If there's one for him to, to actually stay in. So, having pass protection so having mike davis or or whoever's in there be able to pick up a blitz or pick mm-hmm. up somebody that's going to help him tremendously and it did today you actually saw that and I, i'm the offensive line still has issues well they have an issue his name is a fetty <laughs> but and actually he give him credit he actually played better today a fetty is seattle's version of our former right tackle doug free he is, yeah. I know that they want him to be good so bad, but it's just not happening. And he continues <laughs> to make he continues to make mistakes. And well, he was a he was a first round pick. He well, right? uh, Yeah, and you two thousand sixteen. And he he just for whatever reason it is, you see glimpses of what why they drafted him, right? But he he. He actually and he got away with a hole tonight. I couldn't believe that they didn't call flag, throw a flag because it was a blatant. Like I saw it and went, oh well, <laughs> coming back there. Oh, it wait, is. They didn't, and they didn't call it. And I thought, oh, God, lucky bastard. <laughs> so, but they're trying out Fant over there at his position, and they're just they're trying all these different things, trying to create some sort of competition. But unfortunately, their depth on the O line is actually a little thin, and that's not helping out with injuries and everything else, and trying to figure out what to do there with a team that preaches compete. It's a little difficult when you don't have bodies there to compete. So I'll give a Fetty credit. He looked better tonight, but he still, he is the O-line issue, but the O-line as a whole, Russell actually had time. He looked better. Uh, that was good. So, um, <laughs> I literally wrote down a Fetty. Ugh. <laughs> Fetty Ugh. That's literally. Was it U G or U G H? 
UGH. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, I did notice in the second game, and I will say this because it looked better today. Uh, I mean, you got the Vikings. They got an $84 million guaranteed contracted quarterback. Uh, their defense is going to be hopefully still outstanding for them anyway. Yeah. Um, it but, will be. But their offense didn't do much against Seattle's defense. And in the second preseason game, Seattle's defense still looked completely unorganized. And it was just based on the fact they have so many new people. And, and Bobby Wagner talked about it this week in trying to get the the continuity amongst everybody in and getting everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been a struggle, and you and you saw it in the second game today. It did look better, uh, you know. Well, <laughs> except for at the end. But again, that's second <laughs> team, not first team. So yeah, it's a second team. It's second team. You know, it's just your backups. It's not a big deal. Uh, but so that was good to see. But I, I still, I literally, I look at it. I believe this is going to be an, uh, an. I know that Pete Carroll is a defensive minded coach, and defense wins championships, and blah 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 blah. Uh, this is going to be an offensively. Um, that's it's going to be an offensive team. That's got to be where the focus is because you need Russell, his weapons, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a bunch of no name weapons. Um, that's going to be what it is because this and 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 it could very well go back in nineteen and be a totally defensive minded team again. I don't know, but I just feel when you watch it, the offense feels better, and the defense doesn't feel worse. Just doesn't feel. Wow, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, but also just see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. Maybe maybe they're holding some, holding some cards. They absolutely could be. And again, I, I'm one of those people where you you have no idea. Unfortunately, you have to get through the first four games of the regular season. You get through that first quarter of the season before you really know what your team is. Right. So you could literally get through and be 0-4 and, and go, oh, well, that's who they are. <laughs> or 4-0 and, and be like, oh, yeah, that's who they are. I won't have either one of those, but that's okay uh so let's see what else kind of happened here um i think brandon marshall makes the team uh he uh, he's just gonna make the team that's gonna be awesome we talked about him and how he's gonna be that threat but they also have cool. uh, they also have in that receiver core they have tanner mcavoy who just needs to go away <laughs> <laughs> just needs to go away uh, he's gonna be on I'm nervous because then you have players like in this game you had David Moore who was a stud as a wide receiver. Absolute stud. He needs to make the team. But last year, at Cason Williams, who was a stud and needed to make the team and they cut him at the end of training camp. So I get nervous with who they're going to cut and who they're not going to cut. But I would be shocked if Tanner McAvoy is still on the team and David Moore is not. So I hope that they make the right decision there. What is your? Th- I was going to ask you this earlier this whole they don't make uh they only make one cut now one gigantic cut to get down I, to 53 I, I like that a you lot. prefer it yeah why because it's one and done you're it's done you're over with not you make your you make your cuts and then obviously the players that you would like to have back and back on your your practice squad i mean everybody's there you can get your practice squad all in one fell swoop i mean but I, I I like just that that one day. Here's your here's your fifty three ro- band roster. It just feels like a lot of people out then on the open market all at once because all the teams doing it the same time. You got like four hundred guys out there, and uh, just it's nuts. But I agree with you. I think it's better than 
it gives everyone a fair shot, I guess, is what I'm thinking. Because mm-hmm. you get you everyone gets four games. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah, that's the thing. You get that, you know, maybe that one guy who was kind of struggling in preseason game one yeah. and two, and then someone else took over, but then that person ends up getting injured or whatever the case yeah. may be, and then that that uh you know, the guy who struggled didn't get that that other shot. And the only other thing that I've seen in the games that's bugging the crap out of me, and it's been a Seahawk problem forever, is the penalties. Vomit. But also, I, I would venture to say that the refs are a little flag happy. Well, they are, and with especially with the helmet rule. But this is just stupid offensive holding. Plays that, and where they really bug me is when they, they negate a touchdown. Seahawks have had, I think, three touchdowns nullified by penalties this, this preseason oh, in the already preseason in the preseason oh ouch yeah so and one, ouch, of, them, one of them one of them was today on a punt return rent more again ran it all the way back for a touchdown holding so that drives me crazy that'll get you that i'll get you uh rasheem green still looks amazing he's probably the best uh he's probably my, my second favorite draft pick because the michael dixon come on <laughs> I've, I've heard Dude, things a, about him. He is. He has uh, five punts for 268 yards uh, today. 53.6 was his average. His long was 61. In net of like four? <laughs> just, I don't know. Four don't, yards? It's just, and he had a tackle. He had or, a t- I'm sorry, like a net of 50 yards? He had, he had a tackle that saved uh, a return. <laughs> like the dude is unbelievable. And with that, of course, the big news this week was John Ryan was indeed let go. Uh, he asked for his release. He knew he was going to lose the job. It was granted. And then he now he went to Buffalo, and so he joined back up with Hauschka. So now Ryan <laughs> and Hauschka are back together in Buffalo. And then it looks to be that our our duo here is going to be uh, Dixon-Janikowski. So that is all I have there you for go. the Sea Chickens. They play the Raiders next Thursday. I get to see uh, Chucky. Chucky. Can't wait. You get to see Chucky, and, and now now that uh, Chucky's on the sidelines coaching, he's not doing the Corona commercials anymore. Do you see who's doing those now? No, who's doing the Corona commercials? Romo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> corona hotline. Oh, my God, Tony. They're hilarious. I haven't seen any of those. There's there's four or five of them. They're hilarious. Okay, so I know you got to get out of here, so let's we'll do these real quick because I don't want to hold you. I know you got things to do, people it's, to see. It's cool. Places to go. So we'll jump into our mailbag. I only had two questions this week. Uh, also, I posted it today, so that's my fault. <laughs> what are you going to do? I believe one of them was from, it's pretty much the two people that have only participated every single week. So good for you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Dennis from Ohio. How is it to camp with no campfires? I heard it's horrible. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, so we'll answer that (laughs) it is no fun if you've ever camped when you have a burn ban uh it is it sucks part of camping is sitting around a campfire and whether you're roasting marshmallows having some s'mores roasting hot dogs or even just having a drink and sitting with your buddies and just bsing it's weird when you can't have a fire no you you want to know what i always enjoyed was the morning that next morning restoking that fire and it's getting it so some, hot the night before that in the morning yep so we yeah and so you get and you, you get throw some something, coffee yep and just 
far. I haven't done that in years. There's nothing better than camping and in the morning that coffee. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, I love coffee already, but campfire, coffee. I didn't get in a campfire, but the coffee was delicious. <laughs> so, but seriously, the helmet rule fiasco question mark exclamation point. That's awful. Uh, I of course put on there that it will soon be the NFFL, right? The National Flag Football League. Uh, it's stupid, and we've talked about it already. But it's bad, and I and I think they. I mean, part of me thinks that right now they're just being overly, you know, flaggy with that flaggy with that with that new rule. <laughs> they're being so flaggy. Um, I hope that it gets toned down a little bit, or I hope I hope it gets toned down, like toned out of the game. The stuff that the stuff that you see them throwing this, you know, this throwing the flag on for this new penalty or this new rule. It's just, it's football. Yeah. Like they're football plays and you got players like Richard Sherman pissed off about the whole thing. And, and well, you have, you have, so like Jerry Jones, he made a, a perfect comment today. He just said, you know, I'm the, the defenders of defenders have, have always had to kind of watch, especially over the past few years with the, you know, defenseless receiver, all that kind of stuff. They've always had to kind of watch, how they're um, how they're tackling and all that business, but w- to his point, what he said was, "I'm I'm more concerned about okay, uh, I got all these running backs now that are lowering their heads. Is is all? I mean, those are are those all going to be flags? One those going to be penalties? Well, and that's the thing. Like a running back as they're <laughs> running into the the tackles, what are they supposed to do? I right. mean, you're. I mean, it's not like I just. Oh, I thought about this today too. What happens on quarterback sneaks? Yep. Like the quarterback is leading with their head. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be a flag? And I and I I agree with you. Sorry, Brady. Uh, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I think that they are being very flaggy right now, and they were told to be like, "Hey, yeah. overdo it on this, and we'll yep. tone it back." But they flat out came out with a statement and said they were reviewing it and no changes are going to be made. Mm-hmm. You have every team, every player, every coach, every broadcaster, every fan. I haven't talked to one fan who is like, oh, I love that rule. It's great. Right. It, it's You're going to make football go away from being football. There's going to be a lot of people jumping over to that XFL in 2020. And, and this is perfect for them. The timing is perfect. Yep for them so it's dumb and i hope that we see we'll know after week one because it will be the biggest story it won't be that football is back and that we have games that matter or any of that crap it will be the the helmet rule and what did it do what did it look like Mm -hmm. and and all the 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 afterthoughts of that and that's unfortunate so we'll have that in the anthem to talk about hooray oh yay (laughs) so there's that uh all right so Podskier. thanks guys Appreciate check them it. out if you uh, get a chance Podskier, they're on uh i believe they're on all the platforms as they're, well they're everywhere i know now. they're definitely on uh apple Podcasts, so definitely yeah. check them out check those guys out they uh they explore the world of obscure podcasts they sure do so and we're gonna get on with them in next month so i think uh they ask they're also a seahawks fan and a cowboys fan it's weird do you think T. Fred and I had to look up who the hell T. Fred was? Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, who? Huh? 
Uh, do you think T. Fred will make it back? And then he's like, he goes, of course, wishing him a speedy recover, super speedy recovery. Uh, and if so, will it be this year? Now, I know you're not a doctor. I am no doctor. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Uh, but this is on your team, so the question is to you, sir. So as uh, we, <laughs> or I, hinted about earlier, so uh, last week we mentioned Travis Frederick was dealing with some stingers. And I said I was a little. I felt a little nervous about that because I have seen what the stingers have have done. Stingers, and I was dead wrong. It wasn't what I thought it was. It was something way worse. So um, earlier this week, Travis Frederick um, came out and said that he had been diagnosed with an autoimmune, autoimmune disease called uh, Guillain-Barré syndrome. Basically. His body is eating his nerves. Jesus. Um, it, you know, and it, and it can start, it can start small, you know, just with maybe some weakness or not being able to move a, a muscle, maybe something small, but it just kind of rapidly, well, depending on, you know, each case, it just rapidly can go from that to, well, in the worst cases, it can lead to death, but also, you know, paralysis, all, I mean, all kinds, it's, it's a serious serious thing um all the reports uh coming out was saying that you know it was caught early he started treatment immediately he's already i think he's already had three or four treatments which is basically basically he goes in and has a blood transfusion yeah um but for me so obviously what does that mean for for dallas so dallas uh probably i wouldn't count on seeing him if he were to be healthy, I wouldn't count on seeing him until at least November, December. Yeah. If at all this year. Right. Um, for me, I, I really, he's one of my favorite players. I really, really love seeing Travis Frederick out there. But I would also love to see him fully healthy and be able to take care of his kids, you know, or kid and, you know, his wife. Things bigger than football. Um In the meantime, Joe Looney is going to step in, and he'll be Dallas's, well, as we see right now, starter at center. Um, good, you know, good thing for him though. He's he's been with the team since 2016. He's had experience there before. Obviously, hasn't started in a game because Frederick and Martin have never missed a start or missed a game. Um, but I, I I think there may be some early struggles with Looney, but I I think he's. I don't think the drop off is going to be, you know, that ginormous versus like last year where you had Tyron Smith go out and Chaz Green came in and we saw that shit show. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think Looney's going to be able to hold. He'll be be able to hold down the fort, and I, I think they'll be okay. But now all of a sudden, offensive line is a that's a question with Zach Martin and his knee. Um, Lyle Collins had an ankle earlier this week. I mean, both of these guys say they're going to play, but still it's kind of on the back of your mind. You got a rookie at left guard and then obviously Tyron Smith, we've seen with him with his back and, and neck and that kind of thing. But as far as uh, Frederick goes, I, I, I really just hope that he's able to get fully healthy and put, put football on the back burner. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty serious thing. We have to remember that these are uh, these are real people, <laughs> right? And and crazy, scary things like this can come up 
and uh, we would definitely wish him and he's a super speedy recovery and all the best because that's not you said we were talking about it before so because I, I I seem to remember when I heard the name of the disease I remember Schlereth having it Mark Schlereth mm-hmm. and you said yes on that yep and he and he actually reached out to uh, uh, Travis Frederick and you know just said hey I I went through this you know get a hold of me I'll you know we'll talk that kind of thing but he's one of those good guys in the league he's definitely got a lot of support from not just people in the Cowboys organization but I mean all across the NFL there's you know love and support for him um but I yeah that's it definitely was worst case scenario and the one thing that I hate seeing and that you saw it immediately was you know news like that comes out and then you see some ass hat on Twitter well great so Either a this season's toast or b when do we when are we gonna let him go and what are we gonna do? It's like okay, let's let's legit questions, but can you like those, care about the individual as well? Those, like those are the those are the accounts that have the egg as the profile. Yeah, but anyways, it it's it sucks because yeah, it's your offensive line which is your strength. Like we've we've talked about like mm-hmm. that's now with with Zach Martin and and now your center like that's that's a big deal oh yeah so that part is is not good however care about the person too Mm -hmm. and and realize that they're going through some shit it's not going to be fun for them and he could just say screw it i'm never coming back right deal with this but from what i read he's gonna be itching to come back Mm -hmm. well in the in the 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 quote-unquote typical recovery for that you know it's anywhere from you know, three to six months. Typically, you know, all cases are different. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but I definitely don't, don't look forward to seeing him week one. If that's what people are wondering. No, probably not. Probably not. So best of luck to Travis. Uh, hope he's able to come back, but things are bigger than football. Yeah, that's for sure. And we sure we're seeing, uh, injury bug is out there and that that's not even an injury that's just pure craziness mm-hmm. with, and i mean and it's i mean that and it's a super it's a rare yeah autoimmune i think i want to say it was like one in a hundred thousand yeah autoimmune diseases are are awful they're no fun at all to deal with so definitely wishing the best um if you want to be involved in the podcast oh <laughs> please let me know please please let me know no uh we're taking questions every single week just like those um hit us up on twitter hit us up on facebook and uh reach out and ask away um andrew is up for us answering anything cowboys related anything cowboys 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 i don't know how to say it because it hurts so bad <laughs> yeah that i i'll Hay-hawks. answer i'll answer any of those questions and of course throw in star wars i don't care it's fine did you watch the avengers no this one oh that's right you're not a superhero person i love superheroes but i'm just not a marvel you don't like, like you're not, yeah, i'm just not i have never gotten into those now conversations for another yeah show. i need to and we'll yeah enough for another show uh but yeah hit us up on on twitter and facebook and 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 get involved and whatnot <laughs> uh as usual who's it's and what's it's yeah that stuff uh review rate share with your friends We'll be uh, back to a normal schedule next week. It'll be Tuesday recording, Wednesday release. 
and then that much closer to that much closer to regular season regular because season. once we hit the regular season so we'll have one more preseason show and then after that is our week one preview and then we're into our regular basic schedule so it's every wednesday new episode every wednesday and we'll be Hell talking. yeah oh it's gonna be great so we'll be more with it <laughs> although i still had fun always always so uh um, what you talking about <laughs> it was so fun so great <laughs> huge <laughs> uh currently we made an appearance it's awesome so uh, anything else you want to touch on before i let you get the hell out of her i think we're all good man sweet well i have to i do have to tell you that uh before we do our signature sign off signature sign off on the way right before i left my house uh i gave my son a hug and said hey i'm gonna go do the podcast and he goes with andrew and i'm like yeah with andrew and uh he keeps asking me if i want my hair cut like you by the way (laughs) and then uh i'm bald i'm the bald one (laughs) and uh i said yeah with andrew and he goes daddy make sure you tell andrew you cowboys <laughs> you're gonna tell them right absolutely son so there's your there's your you cowboys <laughs> sorry good for you emmett <laughs> he he knows whenever i bring you up he's like oh he he really likes the cowboys I'm like yeah he really does mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so all right everybody well thanks for listening and uh we will see you next week until then go hawks go cowboys go cowboys